little bit greyer, a little bit thinner on top, but I have a little bit more hair growing out of my ears and nose. I'm a little bit more wrinkly and a little bit stiffer in the joints. I sleep a little bit less well. My digestion plays up a little bit more. I've got a little bit less money and my car is a little bit closer to needing to be replaced. My endowment mortgage is promising to disappoint. The PEP I was advised to start ten years ago still hasn't returned to the value it had in 1996, and the lovely Gordon has just told me that I'll probably have to work to 68 if I want a pension. My house is in a little bit worse state of repair, and the decorator is a little bit less likely to come since I told him last time that Stephen Hawking could have done a better job of wallpapering the hallway. My children are just a little bit more costly and a little bit more objectionable. OK, OK, a little self-centred, a little egocentric, that's just me. What about the rest of you? Even if everything is getting worse for me personally, surely it isn't doing so in the wider world. OK, where shall we start? It doesn't matter. We can start anywhere. Every time I pick up the newspapers, even the proper ones, I'm reading on page one about the impending marriage, pregnancy, divorce of celebrity airhead number one to airhead number two, while I have to wait till about page 12 to read a story about anything that actually matters. Every time I turn on the telly, the news presenters are behaving as though they are my mate in some way and are addressing me as though we're in a pub. Every time I turn on the radio, there's some totally gibbering idiot warbling mindless vacuous rubbish in between bits and pieces of what passes for music, but which is actually totally disposable bollocks that is hardly even here today before it's gone tomorrow. There's a little bit more traffic, and most of the owners of all those extra cars must live and work near me, because my commute takes a little bit longer. Sorry, that's about me again, but it could just as easily be about you. There's a few more people who want to dig up the road, and the people who want to dig up the road are even less likely than they once were to call each other up and ask if there's anything anyone else wants to do beneath the surface while they're at it. There's a few more people putting obelisks in the road, further obstructing a journey to work which is already like a bloody commando assault course. The price of anything I want to buy is just a little bit higher, and is now about five times what I think would be reasonable, rather than four times as it was last year. There's just a little bit more crime, and a bit more of whatever crime there is seems to be violent crime. The police seem less likely to catch anyone for anything as trivial as breaking into someone's house, and when they do, a judge ticks them off. Despite that, the prisons are full, and we have to build more if there's not to be a crisis. Oh, and there is, of course, a crisis in the health service. So, fairly shit, huh? Not much to celebrate there, do you think? But oddly enough, none of that is really the problem. Grumpy old men aren't especially grumpy because everything has become worse. Good God, we're well used to that by now, or at least we should be. No, grumpy old men are grumpy at this time of year because, despite all of the above and so much more, tis the season to be jolly, and so everyone around us is trying so very hard to be so. Which would be bad enough if they just got on with trying to be jolly and left us the hell alone. But they don't. It even somehow seems to be a constituent part of their jolliness, for some reason we can only guess at, that we should also be jolly with them. Some hope. They say things like, cheer up, it might never happen, 
which is a complete misunderstanding. We're not looking glum because we're expecting anything bad to happen, not dreading anything. We're just grumpy because of what is, because of the human condition, because the world is so screwed up that being grumpy is the only rational thing to be. And being surrounded by people imbued with a seasonally adjusted sense of bubbly bonhomie is not going to contribute a feline fart to cheering us up. Quite the contrary. We're grumpy in any event, and we're grumpier than ordinarily we would be because cheerful people around us are saying things like, cheer up, it'll soon be Christmas. As if. So that's it then. If you're someone who wants to deck the halls with thingamies of holly, that's great for you. Enjoy it. But if you've got a grumpy old man in your life, the best Christmas gift to him would be to leave him the hell alone. Or does that seem a bit too grumpy?